Big show, big show. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? We are here at the Danger Zone Podcast number 27. Big Shug. Yeah, no question, man. We're here. Big Shug, Mr. DL. Got a good guest should be calling in a little bit. Yeah, man. So what's going on in what's going on in the world, Shug? What's I mean, going on? you know, I mean besides, you know, Ben Affleck and um Jennifer Lopez getting married again. Again. Uh, I don't even know. It's, it's... Wait, were they married before? I forget. Uh... I don't even remember. I okay. think they were. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it means something, but it means nothing. You know what I mean? So, you know, but we just know. We take notice. Well, all you guys out there chasing after your ex-wives, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope. She might come back. No. Well, you can eat. There's hope that you might eat that fruit salad again. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Nah, anyway. Also, all those old box. school go way back. Ain't got nothing to do with hip hop or anything like that. Yo, there used to be a show on, man. I think it might have been the 50s, 60s, whatever. Well, leave it to Beaver. Hell yeah. Even cats today know what the fuck that show is. But um, sadly, leave it to Beaver star Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver on the iconic sitcom, dies at 77, two months after revealing. Uh, cancer diagnosis with that iconic show rest in peace rest in peace beaver yes sir well that's Beaver's brother <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh yeah sorry beaver's still with us mm-hmm. rest in peace wally mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you got here man man did you see this this we're, we're, we film in massachusetts so this was some local news to us did you see this happen on, in plymouth this week oh 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 <laughs> Big ass whale landed on this guy's fucking. How much you think that boat cost? The boat stayed up though. Yeah, but how much you think that shit cost? That boat just got a big old whale laying on it for a, for a minute. <laughs> and look, that shit didn't even sink. That's yeah, it looks like just. Black. Yeah, it looks like it just kind of knocked. <laughs> Use that for a commercial. Yeah, because like insurance, whatever. Because that boat, was, <clears throat> that boat was tough. Bell, uh, a whale come on my shit. I'm going downstairs. If there ain't no downstairs on the boat, I just, what else can you do? It looked like he almost pulled the shit in. Yeah, that shit was, and it, yeah. He probably was smoking that whale shit. That like seaweed. He, he, probably tried, <laughs> he probably tried to eat that. You know what I'm saying? But just imagine just breach the water and just land on a boat. <laughs> They're like, no one got hurt. I'm like, yeah, that whale. I saw some whales probably all fucked up. Also, <laughs> man, shout out to, you know, uh, the 10-year anniversary of... Uh, my street champ release. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Ten years. So you know, shout out to the hard body, uh, Billy Dance, um, Fame. MOP was on that album. Fat Joe, you know, a few others. My man Singapore, and you know, so uh, Baby Grand. Thanks for that opportunity. It's still a classic that lives. And if you didn't get the album, Street Champ, you need to go get that. Had it in there. You know what I'm saying? That's what song. Let the music play. Yay. Yeah. Is it is it on Don't is it on um <laughs> streaming? It's on streaming? Because I I have the CD, but is yeah, it on, yeah, on streaming? Yeah. Play it was yeah. That was that play that was that play joint. I got yeah, I, yo, yeah, yeah. I, yo, I got a story about that. So one time, you know, I was performing that on tour. And you know in the hook, I'm like, let the music play. So one time I was doing it. And I kept paying. Hey, 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 hey. Was, Yo, what the fuck is that? Right, so then I did the next show. I'm like, let the music I hit. Hey, hey, hey. Some off-key crazy shit, right? So then I finally, like, this time I'm catching what was happening during this part of the song. Said it's Jay Root. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, dude, our fool comes to me and goes, yo. Yo, you got to cut him from singing on that. Though. I said, dude, I was I thought he would stop on his own. Right, and, <laughs> and then um, and, and then I tell him, I said, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Because it was so, I don't know, it was so embraced, I guess. He felt like I'm fucking, I'm joining in. Nah, it's all good. But uh, shout funny. out to that album, Baby Grand. <laughs> Damn, 10 years, huh? Yeah, 10 years, bro. 10 years ago, man. Wow. We here still, though, man. Lord will, man, you know? 
What else? You got something over there? Once you get in this game, you know, you got to commit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, still trying to be in that street thing or whatever. Nobody's invincible out here, especially in, in music or anything. Well, back, you know in, I mean? back in the day when, you know, in the 90s, for example, if you were a known rapper, then you made it. You had you got a deal. You yeah. got you got a little budget. Nowadays, not really necessarily the case where you made it just because you're 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 known like a rapper could have a million views on YouTube and still have like like still not have any money. Well, here's the difference, especially if he stole the beat. Well, here's the difference. Yeah, what that? But if he, if he here's the difference, they have more avenues to get money. Like that's like, like, for instance, like these dudes man, that'll be popping like that. A club will pay him X amount of thousand dollars to show up for the night, pull up, you know, just be there. Like before, you couldn't do shit just like that. You know what I mean? They were they were doing certain things, yeah. not that, or they could come to like a walkthrough. You mean? Yeah, yeah, or just come. Like oh, tonight we're gonna have so and so, and you would think they're performing. They're not performing. They're just there chilling because the club was like, we'll get you four Gs or whatever. Just yeah, that's what kind of that's what kind of ruined the the local the local hip hop show market, not even just locally here, but everywhere was promoters being like, how much is a show from so-and-so? Oh, they, they want 20 grand. All right, well, how much for them to just show up and walk through? Oh, they, that's five grand. All right, well, we're gonna throw them on the, we're gonna throw them on the flyer. And then, you know, they're just gonna show up at two o'clock in the morning, walk through the club. And then, then there's gonna be nine fights in the crowd because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they never showed. And the thing is, and, and they weren't paid to perform. Like it's not, it's not the rapper's fault. If you, I know everyone wants to blame the rapper. It's not the rapper's fault. No, it's the more, rapper got, did what he was paid to do. But it's, it's more the promoter's um, fault. It's more a deception ploy. You know, I learned that years ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Exactly. Uh, I uh, it was a deception thing where people, you know, like be like that. Oh shit! Oh, so and so's gonna be there. Then yeah, he might be there. That's it though. You know what I mean? He ain't doing shit like this, so you know. It's like how they, they pull up the last fifteen minutes. Club yeah. wasn't fifteen minutes. They pull up. Exactly. It's like how they used to um, have all the bad bitches on the show flyers and just be like, "Hey, just so you guys know, those girls aren't gonna be at the show." <laughs> the bad bitches. Be, I'm like, yo, they ain't coming, y'all. Ain't, hey, 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 hey. No, nah, it's gonna know, be crazy. it's gonna be ninety five dudes. Yeah, and, and your girlfriend. Yeah, like that sausage, <laughs> that motherfucking sausage fest shit. That shit just ain't happening, man. Them shows, but um, I remember Goo used to be mad with shows like that. Oh, yeah. the beats are too hardcore. That's where all dudes is in. Like that's shit. I'm like, yo, that's and I fuck with them. Be like, yo, that's your fan base. Yeah, you know, but it was, it was all fun, man. It was all you do. It is true. It's not just. It's not. It wasn't just his crowd either. It's just that there are women there, but it's m more. Catered to men, you know. I mean, I feel like it's just more catered to men. From, from being there in that time to seeing certain shit, though, I feel like some groups it was just even more that way. Like, like you said, because a group like uh, like Onyx wasn't for the women. Yeah, but Q-Tip and then uh, yeah, they were. Right, they, they crowd be like all types of women and shit, and, and you know what I mean. So certain certain people was always like Buster was always like that, Jane and Jay Z. You know what I mean? Plus so, the head half and half. Yeah. When we were when, when I was like, I'm talking about the beginning part, not not you know, not um, Yeah, like leaders probably didn't guy. have a have a lot of women at nah, the leadership. Yeah, but he man wearing my fucking backpacks. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And playing drums, shit, and chilling. But um, yeah, man. Also, I heard motherfuckers went a little cuckoo because Chris Brown had a meet and greet. He was charged a thousand dollars a pop, and people thought it was a rip. You know what I'm saying? But hey, like everything goes. Every the saying goes, get your money, Mac. When you know you're that saying? famous, whatever you do. When you're that famous, what are you what are you supposed to do? Do a hundred dollar meet and greet? You'll be there for weeks. Yeah, that's true. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll be there for weeks trying to meet all these when you're that famous. You do a thousand, you're gonna weed out the you're gonna weed out a lot of the people and then it's just like oh, you're paying to meet and somebody they're, they're and they're really gonna probably pay that anyway. So, you know, if you can get that, get that, man. Life is too short, man. You know what I'm saying? Get paid while I get played. So it is what it is. Either you gonna pay, or you gonna keep moving down the line and don't even come in. I never did a meet and greet. Uh, I've never done one. When I was a kid, this is gonna sound so crazy. But when I was a kid, I wanted to do one. It was Sergeant Slaughter. You remember that wrestler? The, I, I wanted to meet that guy, and he did like he was like doing a meet and greet at some store. 
and I really wanted. That's the only time I really wanted to do it, sure. and um, I, I I didn't get to. But I, I I was just about to say I've never done it, and that memory popped into my. Head. Did you ever do the eat and greets? Fuck yeah. Me too, man. <laughs> eat and greets like a motherfucker. For me, it'd be perfect. Perfect for me because it's. You're not you're, you're not uh, obligated to have long conversations with people. Mm-hmm. You just give 30 seconds here. Hi, hi, hi big sugar. I, I like your music. Here, I drew this picture of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take a quick photo. Boom, you're out. If you meet them in public, you might even be stuck with a 30 minute conversation with somebody. That's true, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. I, you know, I, so I think meet and greets are cool and good for the the fan. Gets to literally rub elbows with the person there they really like uh, i heard also that mace was dissing puffy again and they brought that whole issue up um and it's just because based on things that supposedly happened when they were together as we you know from us doing these shows um we've seen a lot of uh that you know how people didn't get along and yeah. how they thought things were mishandled and right about now i mean nobody really gives a fuck really you know what I'm saying? But news is news. And, and people pay attention to it like that. So it's kinda of crazy how no one cares. You just kinda of blew my mind. you just blew my mind right there. Like no one no one cares. Nah, not really. Like, they about, were once the biggest thing going. About Mace and, and Buff I mean, because now you look at Mace's um maybe he looks more disgruntled and then you look at Puffy and like, yo, this dude's basically a billionaire uh, living his life. So whatever happened at that time, you you, you can't change and if you expose Whatever you say or whatever the deal is, that doesn't mean that's changed perception from people. Because we don't live in the past, we live in the now. But um, how about them Red Sox? Twenty-seven to three uh, loss to the Toronto Blue Jays was their worst loss in history. Let me tell you something, man. It's not crazy. In a few years, motherfuckers will fucking forget about that. Oh, for sure. You know, it'll just be a stat that will be brought yeah. up next time. Yeah. Someone, yeah. When someone loses twenty-seven. I mean, it's not that it's not that thirty something, huh? But the only, I mean, that that shit happens, you know. Whatever, um, teams lose like that, it just happens, you know. But the part that was to me, because I like baseball, mm-hmm. is the uh, the center fielder for the Boston Red Sox missed. He, he lost the ball in the light uh, in the lights. <laughs> that's right. Happened, that's happened before. Yeah, yeah. He lost the ball in the lights, and the ball lands behind him, right? And mm-hmm. he sees it land, and he doesn't even run for it. He just stand, stands there, and the. Uh, the left, the right fielder comes and gets, gets the ball. And I'm like, yo, what's going on here? That's, like, that's the time. That's where I'm just like, dude. When the, when the manager is supposed to go over there and go. <laughs> kick, kick the dirt. Are you point shaving? But I yeah, said, yeah. Uh, yo. Said, yo, because that really looked like some point shaving shit going on. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? But, uh, I, don't think, I don't think it was. But I, I, nah, think nah, it I, mean, I mean, it's nothing about it. I mean, you play a hundred and some odd games. So, so they had a bad game, and I think it just was every, in, in everyone's head. And then the, the number, the, the score kept going and going and going. And then, what do you think about uh, K- KG coming to? I mean, uh, KD coming to Boston? Yeah, because KG ain't walking through that door. <laughs> but uh, yo, but <laughs> KD. First of all, I don't believe that's gonna happen. I believe that you're always gonna hear rumors. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's a trade that I wouldn't make. You know, I I keep Jalen Brown. Is it because of the injury, or is it because you think? It's a bad move regardless. Because the team that you're trying to get them from, they were just in the championship. They were just in the, the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? A few things there, a few things here, you know, changes even that, which I think you, you I personally think you'll see them back there next year. What else we got in football? Um, shout out to the season start at the beginning. You know, there's some new additions for the Patriots. There's the second year of the quarterback. Mac Jones, so we're looking for things to, to be better for him. Hmm. People don't think so much about the team uh, because uh, Bill Belichick is doing something that's uncustomary is not naming offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. And, you know, people think it's a, you know, it's a smoke show, but I believe Bill knows what he's doing. Kyler Murray was just awarded, a, I believe, a $230 million contract with $160 million guaranteed. In the contract, it was stated that um, he must do four hours of film work per week. So some people are looking at uh, it's, it's a slap in the face because they say him as a black quarterback that you're saying you must do this, like implying that he's not in, in any quarterback to be successful 
in the league is gonna watch more than four hours of film during the week. Yeah. So they put that in there, like maybe they, he's known to maybe he's known to not watch. I mean, they think footage. that. But like you're saying, so like the average football fan watches more than four hours of football a week. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> so imagine how much footage they watch that people that are in the in the game. You know, they make you think. About, you watch two games. That's you. You watch over four hours of football in a week. They make you think about the, the infamous bust, uh, Jamarcus Russell. The coaches passed him a tape. He said, "Study the film." And then when he came back, and they, you know, they said, "Oh." You, study the film he said yeah they said what you see and he explained this and that and then they knew right then it was over hmm. because the film was blank uh. so they gave him a blank film knowing like that and he answered to the shit like that and he, but back then he, he already uh <laughs> he but he already had the money oh shit it's here he's calling right now Wu Family Moving Company. They've been your neighborhood moving company for over 10 years, offering swift, efficient, and stress-free moving. Just call Wu Family Moving at 978-398-2784, online at R-O-U-X-FamilyMoving.com. We here the Danger Zone Podcast, episode 27, with uh, Big Shook. <coughs> and Mr. D.O. And Chef Tanya Nicole. Today we got a special guest, man. My man, you know, go way back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tony Touch. What's up, brother? I'm in here. What up, Shug? What up, DL? What's up, y'all? We good. We good, man. You know, uh, first and foremost, we're glad that you're here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I was just like you. For people who don't know, you know, I know a lot about uh, yourself and, and, and endeavors, but people don't know, can you just give us a, like a quick backstory? You know what I'm saying? And Tony Touch, how you came on, where you came out of, you know what I mean? No doubt, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm born and raised Brooklyn, New York. Uh, been, you know, originally uh, started off as a as a B-boy, you know, was breaking, caught, you know, was, was in the scene in the, in the early 80s, you know, dancing like everybody else at that time. And then uh, I started DJing around 1985 mm. and um, started putting out these mixtapes around 90, 91, and uh, became known as uh, one of the premier mixtape DJs from New York City. And I made a name for myself with the mixtapes. And then um, I started putting out albums, like in 2000, I put out my first like compilation album called The Peacemaker. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, it's been, you know, been putting out records since, since 2000 and, mm -hmm. um, here we are, 2022. Now, you know, I got I got a radio show on Sirius XM, mm -hmm. Shave 45. So, you know, I produce. I got my radio host, mm -hmm. recording artist, you know, mm -hmm. Dot Connector, Hustler, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> man. I got on like 90. So then I was, that's when I, you know, kind of reconnected. And I, when I came, it was the DJ scene. Were you, um, you know, doing a lot of club scenes then or were you more, you know, uh, yeah, was, yeah. What was your? Yeah, I was rocking. I was rocking in the clubs. I DJ. I used to DJ at, the, at the, this club called the Fever, right? In the Bronx, right? Um, the Fever Two, the second one. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I was there with the, for the first Wu Tang show, the right. first Nas show. So we talking like '93. Yeah. Um, before that, even playing at clubs like Home Base and um, you know this club in East New York called the Showboat. Like mm. I was, yeah, I was out there, man, doing the club thing too, for sure. Oh, I mean, that like, like for me, that like I said, it was that you just said the first Wu Tang show, and and, yeah. and a lot of things culminates with, with me and my history, because like that I was like, uh, we, they used to do this thing called Impact in Jersey with new artists and shit like that, and Google was premiering the Jazz Jazz, and Wu Tang right. was there, and it was all nine of them dudes in one room. How many, how many of those guys did you charge pizzas to their rooms? I mean, I don't know. Right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, Tony Touch was always like, I'm saying that, I don't know, Guru or something. It was, I, I mean, when did you meet Guru? Because, I mean, he was... I met Guru, I met Guru, I think, at D&D um, like &D Studios. Okay. Yeah. I started working out at D&D &D Studios, I would say, mm, maybe 94, 95. Yeah, okay. Started, you know popping up over there and, and you know 
hooked up with like boot camp click first right i was oh, really good friends with evil d and um so oh, yeah. you know they were working out at dnd too but yeah i met guru uh god bless his soul i met yeah. i met him at dnd around 94 maybe right that's about right because yeah. i think that's either daily <coughs> excuse me around a daily operation time or yeah. uh, hard to earn it was like right around that period you know what i mean that's and, uh, right and we because we lived there so i mean I mean, yeah, that was, that was home for every, everybody lived over there. <laughs> shout out to D, uh, Evil D, too. He'll be on in a few weeks. How did you start breakdancing? Start breaking? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, I just caught the bug, the buzz like everybody else in 83 when, you know, <laughs> Sucker MCs came out and everybody had their cardboard out and, you know... It was a it was a movement here in New York, man. You could, everybody caught the fever, you know. And did being around those DJs is that why you started uh, DJing? Is that nah, I was just more observant of like the scene, like the early B boy scene. Like you know, I remember seeing that movie Flashdance. <coughs> oh yeah. Rocksteady when Rocksteady had that two minute clip in it. Yeah. And that scene changed my life, B. I was like, yo, I'm doing this. I'm, this is it. This is what I'm doing, you know? That yeah. was a pivotal moment for me, that that scene in that movie. Mm. And then later on, I got familiar with, like, Wild Style. I love Wild Style. I mean, back in the day in, the, in Santa Maria, I remember it was, like, kindergarten and first grade. I remember people breakdancing. I know a little something, something. Uh, shout out to John Chiodi. I think he was the best breakdancer in our class in the first grade. <laughs> Star Wars and all them things. So, did you? You know, yeah. Just being in New York, you couldn't help but catch that that bug. You know. Did you um? Did you do any tagging it as well? Did you do any graffiti shit? Not so much. No, nah, I wasn't really big on the grafting. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I was a fan of it, but yeah, it was never. I was never that good at it, man. Yeah. <laughs> to be Stay in the lane. Listen, you still got to. <laughs> you know, once in a um. But you know, say okay. You know how we always got that in us. So you, like once being a breaker, you gotta pull. You you gotta pull that out at the family cookout. Sit and show these youngins. You still got a couple of moves left, though. They gone. Yeah, I, I still do it. I gotta stretch a little bit though. Yeah, before see? I throw down. Yeah, but see? I made that mistake where I thought I was, you know, I thought I was, you know, Mister, you know, Crazy Legs, at you know, at age fifty. Right. Went down and 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 you know, after a few drinks. <laughs> That's Next day, boy, that hamstring was killing me. <laughs> and now you can see shit. Now most of the time, somebody's filming something. So you might even get to look at it and shit and be like, oh, wow, I was, I was getting yeah, that. Yeah, I blew, <laughs> yeah, I blew something out that yeah, day. Damn, boy. So, you know, That's wild. on another note, I know you you was rapping as well. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, Tony Toka, Toka came through with the lyrics. So what about that part? Did you did you evolve into that, or you just yeah? Did? I kind of evolved into it after DJing for so many years, and you just you just like nat it's like came natural. But it was more like a fun thing. Like I would do like like my mixtape intros. You right. know, I'd be doing my little raps on my intros, just to, just to be different, man, than like the other DJs out there. You know. Mm -hmm. Say, say a few bars and stuff and then yeah I evolved and eventually um I was asked to be featured on a couple of things I remember Smith and Wesson asked me to be on this record called Spanish Harlem right back in 94 I did that with Hurricane G right and um yeah I started I started people started asking me like for features and stuff man so I was like all right I can do yeah, this I thing you know that's because like you, you didn't sound corny either what I mean is like the dude might say, I'm a DJ, whatever. Now, oh, shit, I'm a rap now. And we done yeah, seen yeah. Some, some shit that's a little, you know, on the whack train. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, but yeah. your, your shit you was... Know, I, you know that we done heard those Yeah, shit. no question. I'm not even gassing because I was there that listening. And I was like, damn, Tony, because when it would happen, just like me, when I, I would be in all these videos and then all of a sudden I start coming out rapping. And motherfuckers was like, oh, shit, you know, dude could rap. So that's how it was with you, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, yeah. yeah he sound right. You know, even there was some, I don't know if you were the producer, I can't even remember the name of the song, but it was kind of like a, uh, like almost like a Latin beat. You know what I'm saying? It was awesome, like, it was, it, it was hip hop, but it was like, you know, it, 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 it was a Latin like, twist to it. Yeah, a little like, you know what I'm saying? It was like some, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some hip hop meets salsa, but on some smooth shit. Even the delivery, 
You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if dudes was rhyming over one of them beats or just, oh, yeah. but it was definitely you and it was somebody else I can't remember. Play that song? Was it I, I'm not sure the name of it. I just remember it was definitely a Latin type. Some shit I rhyme yeah. on right now, I rhyme on that. That's how that shit was like, you know what I mean? It was It was yeah. always in the, like, like in the Latin culture, it was always like, like how you got them rhythms, them Jamaican rhythms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was oh, yeah. that regular shit that you were here, like, oh shit, you know, it's time to start. Well, you, you know kind of I mean? like, you like that sound because yeah. you said a couple weeks back that you've always wanted a steel drum Well, steel rap drum, beat. yeah, steel drum, yeah. You but know? I mean, the, that beat I'm talking about with him too, that the Latin shit, yeah. that too. Yeah, I yeah. rhyme on that right now. Or the Jamaican rhythm thing, it's yep. just a certain... But that shit, yeah. the way cats flowed and shit too, it was like it was it was so dope. Speak, um, speaking of your rhyme, and hectic from ST the Squad wants to know. I figure we'll ask this now since we're here. If you still rhyme and if you're still doing features, because he wants one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, you know I, I put out a few joints recently. I got this one record. It's like a house, some house music, mm. um, and uh, it's, it's a song called Sacude. S A C U D E. Mm. And it's a house record, so I'm rapping more like Spanish, but it's like oh, yeah. up tempo. You know, I don't know if you remember Hip House, how you know that we used to hit Dude. back in the. Yes, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Hip house. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers was getting at it, man. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I house you. Yeah, I mean, you know, so we know. That was another one. Yeah. Jungle Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's enough. I'm telling yeah, you, but it's so many of them shits, man. Yeah. <laughs> even even, even um, DL's man, Colonel Abrams. Well, anyway, uh, nah, you don't, well, you don't know. <laughs> him, Over my head, I'm I, I know Tony Touch, no, no, I'm just fucking <laughs> with you. But um, I also know that you, you would, so you started going in with, uh, um, oh, Do-Wop. do I? I'm sorry, man, shout out to Do-Wop. Yeah, 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 Do-Wop, yeah, yeah we, we came up with this little, this little duo name, we called ourselves the Diaz Brothers. Yeah, like the movie uh, shit, yeah, yeah, like that's the what Scarface, the Scarface. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. Fuck the Diaz Brothers. We came up with this whole thing, yeah, yeah. we. We did a lot of work under that name, man. We oh, put I out know. a few projects. Yeah, that shit was dope to me, too, because it was mm -hmm. like, yo, these two cats just came out, man. And it was kind of funny because it stood out like the, um, and that, the industry, it stood out like that, that movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Scarface, because it was like these two Latino dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. us, get the fuck out of here. This is what we're doing to the music and then amongst all this other shit, right? So it, it, it stood wow. out to me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I haven't seen, I've seen you, but I haven't seen a duo in quite some time. But man, I, I that still was memorable shit. And then y'all had the fly mixtape shit. So you it's know, crazy. I mean, it, it was just that time, you know. But I mean, do you still you still see him? You still you know collaborate with yeah, others? Yeah, yeah, we still yeah we still we still do gigs together. Uh -huh. Um, he was hanging out with me, and uh, he came. I, I do this boat ride every year. He came to the boat ride, hanging out with Sadat X performed. Right. And uh, Greg Nice and. And do up, yeah, that's my brother, man. We always are randomly pick up gigs together and, and do stuff on the road, and you know, every now and then we'll we'll, we'll put some, something together lyrically and throw something out there. So Will shout you? out my man Wapo, yeah, he's still he's still you know he's still out there doing his thing. Man, see, it's crazy too because like you know, I I, I met him and then you know you and y'all did that together, and then also man, they was I remember you chilling out and all. Uh, when you was there that day, when we was recording uh, that Fly Ladies, me and Google, rest in peace. And, and, and you and Ray Row, Ray Row was just through there. He used to come oh, through, God, rest, in Ray Ro, rest in peace. He, he used yeah. to just come through. And that day, y'all just had, happened to both be there. And then I remember chopping up with Google and being like, yo, it'd be fly. Like, just because the way the beat was, you know what I'm saying? It almost had that little, man, you know, that, that tinge to it, that Latin type, you know what I mean? And I remember you yeah. and um, Ray, him and Ray Rowe was talking on the intro. Like, so it was like, yo, that's he told what they did. Oh, intro. yeah, me that's yeah. the cuerpo. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. You don't know what the fuck they was talking about, that's right? Gonna, carajo, but they, they, carajo, they, carajo, yeah, they carajo. went in. Him and Ray Rowe had a whole shit. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm like, about that, you know man. what I mean? I'm like, what the motherfucker's saying? Yo, but Ray Rowe be coming up with these funny shits, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. That was my dude, because, you know, he was. He, uh, uh, Ray Rose was a jokester, and I'll be joking, and we just be so laughing. Funny, but then that right that one time, it's just that it was magic because we didn't, we don't never know what's going. That back then you don't know what the future you know holds. Yeah. But that shit is there forever. It's just you and him shooting the shit. 
You know, like talking Turn to on the Jasmine test record. Yes, yes. And then you hit, you hit the whistle. Like y'all was hollering at some mommies, you know, it was kind of, it was crazy. Is that the first Jasmine Taz album? Um, Maybe the third album. Yeah, <laughs> probably the third. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably the third. Most likely that my son's off in the house too. Um, this is my man Tony Chesson, my son Tremaine in the house, you can't see him. You know, uh, but uh, know, it's good. You know, yo, speaking of that. Yo, yo what up? Yo, so speaking on that real quick though, family-wise, you, you got children? Yeah, I got two kids. Uh -huh. Uh, you know, in their 20s. I got a granddaughter, too, man. Man, man, you ain't you with, with me, man. You, that's crazy, because, you know, as the time goes by, we look at each other, you know, and, we, and, and you know, sometimes it's just, it looks like it's staying in the same time. For some cats, I'm like, yo, but then you realize, shit, we don't got kids. The motherfuckers are grown people. You know what I mean? So, as you already know, man, and then you look, yeah, and you like Grandma, shit. I'm in grandpa mode, bro. Man, yeah, bro, it's cool though. Right now, you look like you you got the Bing Bong hat on you in the in the hammock. It look like some <laughs> hammock shit. Right? Is that yeah. a chair that's kind of suspended? Yeah, it's one of these freaking uh, swinging chairs. Oh, I see now. Yeah, that's just, oh shit. You got it's the like gangster. Little, uh, little, yeah, it's like the little chair thing. I see, see that moment. Right? Yeah, I see that plaque. I got the same in my hall. That's dope, man. Yo, that's my favorite plaque, bro. Yeah, the truth. Trust me, I'm say say hey hey shout out to Primo too, you know what I mean? God damn that you you got that shit's fly man. Appreciate the, all oh, yeah, that. <laughs> when I first saw Tony Touch over there, uh, I, I forget we might have been in Switzerland or Germany, and um, I was with Jay Rue. Jay Rue had brought me out, you know, and okay. then I and then I um, you were DJing, but then you didn't know I was it. But then I was like, oh shit, Tony Touch is here too. So I came around the corner. And you shouted it out, like, you know, it's a big show, because I had a little set. You know what I mean? Then afterwards, I, I had Jay Rue come out and do one song. Matter of fact, you might have been the house DJ for that event that evening. Yeah. And you were probably. That sound like from Germany. That sound like Germany. I right. Think. And you were playing the shit. So you were actually up there, and I did my thing. And and then I let Jay Rue come out and do Come Clean. You know what I mean? But then I was like, damn. It showed me then, like, DJs were like worldwide or some yeah. traveling like us type shit. You know what like I mean? That, yeah. The hip hop DJ renaissance oh, during, yeah, during man. that time. Yeah. It was crazy. So was you doing a lot of that um, at that time? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the first time I went on, went to Europe on a real tour was with Guru, man. He I was I was Jazzmatazz, uh, oh. Jazzmatazz two album. Okay. I did the tour with him and Donald Byrd and Dia Davenport. Yeah, but shit, I was so on. Maybe I'm just missing it. In my, I'm from the blank because I was on Jazzmatazz tours. Uh, yeah, this, I did the second tour with him in 96. You're probably confused and probably meshing two memories together, maybe. You were on the first, you did the first Jasmine yeah. I remember that. But I did, a, I did, the second one I did a lot of, maybe it was you went on a tour, particular tour with yeah, him. Yeah, it was like a, You said like 96? You said 96? Yeah, summer of 96. It's like a two week run. We went yeah. out there and well, I that's think true. we were able to make that run. Yeah, you're right. What happened, because 96 is when I had um, Crush come out mm. and I had to do some of my things. And then Guru right. would do this little, but we did a lot of shows together off the down. But I remember, oh, yeah. I remember now, when, you know, you was rocking. That was with my it. first European thing, bro. After that, bro, I, pop, I was out there like, <laughs> I was out there like at least once every couple of months, you know, yeah. since 96, I've been hitting the scene, the European scene hard, man. But shout out to Guru, bro. It took yes, me sir. on my first, on my first trip, bro. It's crazy. Being a Latin artist in hip hop, what was it like working with uh, Cypress Hill? Oh, good question. Shout out to Cypress Hill, friend of the show. She's high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the boy smoke, boy. Mm. Um, but nah, you know, with Cypress, um, I was able to, uh, you know, I feel I did a few <laughs> tours with them and DJed with them, man. Those guys, are, those guys are the truth, man. What's your opinion about Puerto Rico becoming a state? I know in my family, we have every every side. Everybody in the family has one opinion or another. What about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a complicated thing, man. There's people that want to stay. They want to stay the way they are and be, be uh, you know, um, what you would call it, a commonwealth. There's some people that want to be a state, and there's some people that don't want to be tied into America at all. Yep. Um, where do I stand? Um... It's so complicated, man. Each one, you know. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with where it's at right now. You know, to be honest, you know, it doesn't work for some. 
I don't think cutting the ties completely would would would, would benefit the island. You yeah, know, I don't think becoming a state would either. It's mm -hmm. kind of like we're in this gray area, but it kind of works, man. I'm, for me, I mean, it's, it's what I'm used to also, you know. Oh, I really like the way you broke that down, especially for people out there who don't really understand the different um, options that Puerto Rico has. Shit, I wouldn't mind if it stayed in the state that is, is now right. Right now, it is. Like, I like where it's at right now, you know. Because it'll still be beautiful. It'll still be a nice place to go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Puerto yeah. Rico. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Shit, I'm like, I go to the wall. I don't, you know what I mean? How much has salsa influenced your music? I know that growing up, my mom used to play Fania All-Stars. Like, that was a constant thing when she was cleaning. And it definitely uh, it definitely influenced what I listened to. Salsa was a big influence, man. It was, like, I grew up with it. And um, I'm going to tell you, a lot of that salsa from the 70s, mm. a lot of it was real funky, you know? And then yeah. we had real bass lines and, you know, it's some real music. Um, it's, the sound started to change in the 80s, became more romantic because they're trying to get radio play. Mm. So they cleaned, they polished and cleaned it up. Mm. But that gritty 70s salsa, it's my favorite, one of my favorite genres of music, you know. Mm. It had a jazz vibe to it, there was some soul in it. And, um, you know, so when we say salsa, I love it, but it had to be that old school 70s sound, not really the ones of today. You know, it's crazy because uh, coming from Boston, especially me and Google, you know, open book, we got uh, rhyme and all that, but we also used to be dancing up in spots, man. Me and that, that was our thing. We go club, oh, yeah. dancing and shit, whatever. So, salsa, uh, reggae, whatever it was, we like, we, I mean, for real, not hopping around dancing. I gotta for real. see it. I gotta so, see it. So, yeah, we, we always do that, man. You know, so. Mustache days? Nah, yeah, even before that. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean I'm I grew up dancing, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said dancing. that. Yeah. I grew up like that. So. You were like five on TV yeah. show. I mean, nah, I wasn't days. that young, but I was I was on some shows. But still, my thing is so when I met Guru, he was another dude who, who we both danced. I said, okay, this is cool. It was never old or anything, it just embodied the, the generation. Salsa music was like, we, I mean, you go in there, you know, shit, your grandmother and grandfather probably know, like, get that shit on, you know what I'm saying? I mean, That's right. it ain't gonna change, you know what I mean? You know, coming from someone who started out breakdancing, what's your opinion on the new dances out there? Like the, all that drill stuff, and what do, you, what do you think about all that? I feel like even I could do that shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, mm. It's cool, it's fun, you know. Kids gotta do something. I mean, we had our dances, we were young, we had the peewee dance and yeah. we had the walk and yeah. you know, we had every every generation has their steps, you know, the cabbage patch or oh. whatever, you know. Oh. 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 You we the kid in play, the oh. kid in play. Oh. Oh. Like, you taking it back. We, we we had our dances, so when I see the kids today doing it, it's you know, just carrying on tradition, you know. Right, right. right. All in good all in good fun. I'd rather them do that than be shooting each other up. That's yeah. true, true. <laughs> you know? Hey, no movement, there's no growth. And what I mean yeah. is, like, I look at our music and music period as the theme of life of no bullshit. And dancing is the rhythm of life. You know what I mean? So but even right. from dancing to bopping our heads, you know what I mean? Right. All that, that's it. Like, we, we moving through life. As long as I can still move, I'll be 80 years old. I still, I'm still gonna be. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's, it, this is right. this is our shit. That's what, it, what keeps us lit. A lot of us, man, that still do these things and myself rapping and you musically, we basically like Tom Brady plus one, like because it's still the same vigor, same shit, and you're still at it, like you know. And it, yeah. I, I, I love it. That's why I'm just. Do you, you still know, do you still listen to music in your free time? All the time. Yeah, like when you're driving and you listen all, to podcasts or music. Oh, no, I used to listen to music. Okay. Or sometimes I just, I might just start vocalizing, singing or rapping. So, you know what I mean? What about you, Tony? Do you listen to music in your free time? Still? Yeah, I do. I do. When I'm driving, though, I like to, like, listen to, like, some real cool jazz. Or, like, I don't really <laughs> be playing, like, radio like that yeah, in my yeah. car. I, I listen to like some cool jazz. To be honest with you, I be listening to the news. You know, I was about I'm to driving. say, yeah, me too. I be listening to sports shows. I, I was you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I be listening to talk radio when yeah. I drive. Like, it keeps me like. I be listening to sports shit like a motherfucker. The whole bullshit. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 you know? In my free time, <laughs> I listen true. to podcasts. 
Motherfuckers is human beings like a motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. For real, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Especially the older. There's so much to do. But then in certain areas of your life, like parenting and all that, it's so less. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that we can do this. Let me tell you real quick. I, I went on the Jasmine Jazz tour, the first one. With Donald Byrd, I'm chilling. You know, we, we over at the Montreux Jazz Festival. That's in Switzerland. Um, Ice-T is there, a lot of people there. Eddie Murphy was even performing that. Um, I think it was like my girl went like to party all the time. It was some crazy shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yo, we was back then. Like that dude, that shit was like the early, you know? And I remember just yeah. walk, walking around there and just seeing like like just the different, you know, musics and the different people from all over the world. Some people who couldn't even speak English, you know, but this was a jazz festival. and and. and let me jump back on the highway that I got off of. So, uh, <laughs> yo, so Donald Byrd, there's an old ass dude over there, like older than Donald Byrd. And me and Google was early 30s, and Donald Byrd was the 60s, you know, and Bernard Purdy shot to him and a few others. But the thing that amazed me to him is that he was, uh, that was amazing to me, is that he was on tour, and he was that old. Like, this dude had dates, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm like 31, 32, some shit, and I'm like, wow. How the fuck you know? I'm the same way, man. I look at DJs like Red Alert. Oh, man, bitch. Grandmaster Flash. Mm. You know, these guys are still touring, bro, killing it. You know, they in their 60s. I know. Rocking. I know, man. For real. So, you, you know, know that's, you? you know, that's, that's set the bar right there. Look at James Brown, bro. Like, I was just going to say that. Performing to the, to the end, end. I know. And still trying so, to go down with the cape. Almost not getting back up, but he, he was still coming through. You know Random. Did you guys ever see the footage? You guys love music, so you'll love this. The footage of James Brown and Pavarotti performing together. No, I didn't James Brown and who? Pavarotti. Pavarotti. They're in, they're in Rome, and they're performing together. And they, do a, they do a man's world. I got, I'll send it to you guys off air. Wait, yeah. who is it again? Him and who? You know Pavarotti, that, oh, 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 that opera, opera singer dude with the little oh, skinny the head. Guy. Yeah, yeah, the skinny little... Little chin strap bed, no I'll, neck piece. I'll send but it to you, yo, man. It's crazy. You, you, know, you know what it was? When you said that Pavarotti, that's funny as shit. Because I snap I snap a lot my days, even more so. So I met a lot of Pavarotti looking motherfuckers. So I, I used that like a lot. And I just remember him being like, you know, <laughs> no neck and reverend. Yeah, yeah. But he was had that that fucking opera. Whoa, <laughs> You know, now that's some shit, Jim and Jay. You know, so I might have seen part of that. I'm gonna send it to you. That's some shit I probably wouldn't have been interested. No, you, you, you see, it's just soul all over stage, just flying around everywhere. I mean, but you know, I (laughs) I mean, I could see you liking Pavarotti. I don't really like him that much. It's just the like Pavarotti. It's just the. (laughs) It's really, it's really more the James Brown part. Pavarotti. No, I'm just laughing, but that don't stand on you. Cause I always made so many jokes about that, and then you just brought. I even ain't even thought about it. And you're like, you know, James Brown and Pavarotti. I was like, oh man, this dude. Damn, so bad. Where he got that one from. Yeah, I know. He pulled that shit. Dangerous on podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, hey, you got any more questions? Over oh yeah, we got. I got right. a few. What's your favorite record you ever were a part of? Favorite record that I was ever a part of. Man. Uh, well, it was on my album, man. Um, you know, it's, it's like my theme. It's like my theme song, which Guru and Premier came up with. It's called "The Peacemaker." It was the title yeah. track to my album. Okay. And um, it reminded me. I don't know if you remember Keenan Wayans, that movie. Which uh, one? You know, it was it. I'm gonna get you. You sucker. sucker. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm at the end. It's like every hero needs a theme song. Right. Right. So that's like you know. That's my theme song. That's my hero music right there, man. Cool and Primo, Primo hooked me up with that. That's one of my great, you know, my, my favorite moments, you know? That's dope, too. Um, I didn't, and I got to rap on the same album. Uh-huh. song with me and Cypress Hill, you know, going back and forth with Be Real was like, yeah, that's you know, a highlight, highlight for me, you know? You are, uh, and then he was the peacemaker. <clears throat> I remember him saying that, just as you say that now, I remember. Like that, that whole shit, like the peacemaker. Because back in yeah. my day, I was the peace taker. But go ahead, yo. yo. Let me see that. Let me see that piece. Yo. That's hilarious. Oh, oh, man. Go what, ahead, man. What about a, like a dream collab you've, you've yet to pull off? 
So what's a collab yeah. you never pulled off? That you My all-time favorite KRS-One. So that would be your your dream collab right there, okay? Well, we already did it. We did it on the first 50 MCs. Oh yeah, okay. I, I knew that you did that. So uh, so one that you've never been able to uh, lock down. How about that? One that I rock him. Oh, jeez. There you go. I work with G-Rap. I work with Kane. Worked with uh with Chris. Only one missing out of that one, that that click right there is Rakim. I never got to put anything with him, man. Shit ain't over yet. Well, Rakim, you heard it here. Shit ain't over yet, so, <laughs> that I mean. It ain't over yet. That's, that's what right. I'm saying. Though, the, the, the God body and the touch of Tony is good. We good. I'm going to put it out there. And we're cool, too. Like, well, he knows I know. who I am. And he acknowledges me and gives me my props when he sees me, man. So. One day. I have a pretty eclectic interest in music, whether it's in the hip hop genre or just in music in general. What's an artist or someone who we would be surprised that you're listening to right now? An artist that you would be surprised that I liked. Two Chains. Oh, okay. mm. Two Chains? Yeah, like, I'm I'm a, a, yeah, yeah, I would be. I might surprise some, might not, but I, I, I like some of that down south. Mm. Yeah, you me know, too. Twang, some of it, some of it hits real. You know, some of it hits for me. You know? Right. I've I've liked all kinds of hip hop. I think that I've ever come out except hyphy. I I, can't, I never really got into that hyphy movement. You know about the, the Northern California the hyphy movement from I, the Bay. Area. Yeah, I can never get into yeah, it. Yeah, there's some there's some there's some good ones. You know, there's some good ones. I know E40's at the top of that. Yeah, uh, but I, I like like Keek the Sneak. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a few of those guys. Mr. Fab was Mr. Fab was in there. Yeah. That dude said that hyphy, 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 Yeah, just could never. I, it was it just wasn't for me. Is yeah, I mean, I just couldn't get into. I it wasn't it. too bad with the hyphy move. Hyph, hyph, hyph. Yeah, hyph, hyph. Yeah, I like the hyphy move, but that shit was my shit. Right. <laughs> Come yeah, on, yeah. catch some. Ah, no, <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. That's so, funny. so listen, <laughs> yo. <laughs> it even just sounded right, hype, hype. But um, you know, <laughs> oh nice. man, we had the Days on podcast episode twenty-seven with my man, one and only Tony Touch. Man, so listen, what's next for Tony Touch, man? What, what like, you know, what, what's happening these days? You know? Yeah, I got a, I got a mixtape documentary that I produce. Oh, that'd be dope. Um. And, you know, I co-directed and we premiered it at the at Tribeca Film uh, Film Festival a couple about a month a couple of months ago. Mm. Robert De Niro presented it. Oh, geez. And um, we basically we made a film, bro, about the the history of mixtapes and its relevance to the industry and some of the key players. So I interviewed everybody, man, wow. from Case Lay, God bless the soul, and of course yes, Kick you know, all the back in the day, like I had Brucey B, like we went way back and we went all the way forward to like D-Day drama and mm. stuff. And um, it's a really, really, and Universal picked up the film mm. and um, negotiating now with a few networks so they can start streaming it. Wow. But that's like my big boy right there. And I, I got an album coming out with the with the film. It's the soundtrack is coming out on Def Jam, bro. Mm. I produced oh, the whole shit. album. Damn, man, you rock. It's a, it's a, it's a mixtape album. I kind of did it 50 MC style. Mm. So I had access to the whole Def Jam library. Right. And, right. The, and then I got, you know, I reached, I connected with artists from Def Jam, the past and present. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. had like Red Man, Jaden Kiss, Rick Ross, Jeezy, wow. Lori. You know, wow. it's, it's slick, Rick, slick Rick, Chuck D. Like I got this album coming out with all these. Mm. With all these Def Jam uh, artists, past and present, mm, that's and uh, that's gonna come out with the with the mixtape album, with the with the with the film. So that's gonna be a big deal. No dropping question. that, you know, that yeah. one. No question. Oh. We trying to like we got some things cooking up like that. And I know when we ever get that that, uh, that <clears throat> gangster movie. <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. that gangster movie. You know, you got that Tony Touch part. Oh yeah, I think I heard so her screen was working on something like that. I think yeah, some things in the air. Yeah, something, something's you know, popping a little bit. You know what I mean? A lot but, of stories, a lot of stories to tell, bro. No question. But you already know. I mean, shit. Yeah, we we lost half of your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, there you are. You back? So you started, you started, started hammering up over there, like. You slid down and shit. I don't like what happened to yeah, Hey, you, uh, you guys got to talk about that gangster bus. Oh, yeah. We got oh, some things coming, bro, for real. Because it gets deeper, you know. 
But it's like it's that gonna be so. Thing, it's bro. gonna be so. It's gonna be so great when it goes down. That epic movement, man. But listen, oh, yeah. um, dude, uh, we ain't gonna hold you much longer, though. Uh, you got some more shit. I got. Uh, uh, um, we always like to ask uh, all our guests. You know. Oh, yeah, ten. Right. Who Who are your ten favorite MCs? Ten. Damn, son, 10? Yeah, yeah, and they can be, you know, from any era. From different eras. Any order. Well, yeah. of course, I mentioned KRS, Rakim, G Rap, Kane, um, Nas, Jay, mm. Guru, mm. Um, Eminem, uh, shoot. And then I'll. Couple of the new guys, let's give them some credit. Nems, my boy Nems from Coney Island. Yeah, you got his hat on right now, yeah. He's on the scene right now. He's like giving that New York sound. You know, everybody's on it now. You know, shout out to Nems. And uh, maybe somebody like uh, maybe Conway yeah. or Manny the Butcher, one of them oh, guys. There we go. That's 10. One of the new guys. Those guys are really doing it for me right now. You guys, yeah, you, yo, you, yeah, you was the fastest dude to rip through that. Like, <laughs> some people still be on one yeah, right now. Explain, some explain some it. Some people are still on like three or four right now. Like me, they ain't even on the show no more. But you, <laughs> you, you, they still you, thinking about no question, stuff. dude. You, they said, pat, 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 pat. I'm like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, you please. know. But now, nah, you, what, if, what about if, if there was, if was there was a, a, a like, say, a, a top producer? You know, what I'm saying that that you like, you know, in your times and movement. Like, is there, like, a uh, producer who sits on top of you? Oh, yeah. Me, top three, Marley Mall, Premier, and Dre. Okay, well, you... Those three right there yeah. captured, like, Marley in the 80s. Then you got, you know, Primo mm -hmm. and Dre kind of at the same time. But those are my top three producers. Okay, damn. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, you got another thing that's random as hell. Yo. So, I'm just gonna ask you a couple of crazy shits, a simple shit. Do you like fruit pie, fruit cups, or fruit salad? Fruit pie? I don't like pie. Fruit <laughs> cups, I fruit salad. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? It's usually, so, my breakfast, my breakfast usually eats fruit salad. You know, watermelons, pineapples, right. grapes, yeah. oranges. Keeping it fresh. That's the best thing to eat, first thing to put in your body in the morning. It's the best. So here's another one, right? When you were a kid, did you have either snakes, frogs, hamsters, any of them type of little animals? Or... Nah, nah, never that. Didn't fuck with that, huh? None of them reptiles and shit. Neither. My man DL neither. He definitely wasn't going to get dogs, no more. Just dogs. No reptiles. Dogs. Yeah. I had a hamster, I think. My sister had one. Okay, so how about this? This last, this last simple summon ass shit. Yo, Terrible. do you like apple pie, shepherd's pie, or pot pie? If I had to pick one, apple pie. I'm not really a pie guy, though. You already chose two. I just, I got, that's that one. Yeah, I yeah I'm not really into pie, but I for apple pie, but the old school McDonald apple pie. Yeah, love one? <laughs> one more I got. So what people, you know what I'm saying, can you stand to be around? Uh, or what do you, you know, you got stupid people, you got you got uh, silly people, or you got liars? Which one could probably you tolerate? Silly. Probably, I think I could tolerate more silly people. Same. yeah. You know? Right. I like to, I like to laugh, man. Like I'm always, yeah. like, <laughs> Yo, you about the third person in the row said that. So that's because everybody, man, that's that part of your life. You know, Hell yeah. I don't really want to yeah. fuck with a stupid motherfucker. Stupid motherfuckers take your energy, man, for real. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. liars. Oh, my liars God. Definitely hey, yo, when people are liars, right, you already be know when they come. Your, your whole mindset is like, oh, man, come this one. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't even gonna combat him or nothing, cause you already know what he gonna, you know, he on some shit, he gonna be lying so he, or her, and you just, yeah, okay. Yeah, be, be inclusive. And then once more than one person will know, right? Yeah. And once it, like, you ain't, when you lie like that. I'd rather be known as silly yeah. than dumb or a liar. I mean, my, my, my DNA won't let me, won't allow me to be silly. But uh, my, I think, uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm I think people could, could consider Yo. you to be silly. I mean, because it's, it's their definition of it. You're constantly cracking jokes. Right. That that well, is no, a way no, of no. Because you know, if you crack the jokes, sometimes people feel them shits is abusive. 
So, so they take it. They take it first. So let us know where can people find you. What are your socials? You know, so people can yeah. know. Everything is um, at DJ Tony Touch. Just put the DJ in front of it. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same same thing. You know. Yeah, you was able to get the same one too. That. <laughs> yeah. Tough. Yeah. Well, Try to get the Tony Touch, but there's so many out there, man. People jack my name, man. Yeah. Came up with all Tony Touch this, all these numbers. It's kind of cool though. Like, you know, it, it's annoying when it comes down for your branding, but it, it's cool that you've inspired that many people to change their identity to, to yours. It's crazy, I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, you find me, put the DJ in front of my name, you'll find me on all the socials. Yo, we appreciate you. I know that chair is dope too, man. Cause you just even you floating around that motherfucker. I'm like, it put me to sleep. No shit. question, I see you, man. <laughs> You gotta have to throw them hypies. On, you gotta have to throw them hypies up on them. <laughs> you, look com- <laughs> you look comfortable as shit. Anyway, we appreciate we appreciate you being here, man. Episode 27 of the Danger Zone Podcast. Uh great thanks to my man Tony Touch. We appreciate you and keep doing that, man. Keep touching that shit. You know what it is, man. Um uh, we out, man. Appreciate you. Love you, man. God bless, guys. This is Chef Tanya Nicole. Welcome back. Episode 27. La Zona del Peligro. Hi, Big Sug. Oh, my God. That was good. Shout out to Tony Touch, man. Tony Touch. Tony Tony Toka. Y'all know what it is. Toka Tuesdays, all that out there. You know my favorite part of the week. What's that, man? (laughs) Stupid as hell. That's crazy because my mind's taking showers. But anyway, uh, (laughs) now. You only take one shower a week? Nah, two. (laughs) (laughs) Two a day, man. Let's get it. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Oh, so this week in Lexington, Mississippi, a former Lexington police chief is out of a job after the board of aldermen voted to remove him on a narrow vote. In a special meeting Wednesday, the board, excuse me, the board voted three to two to oust and battle chief Sam Dobbins. Days after an expletive lace fucking after after a swearing tirade no <laughs> a curse fest no uh, uh, after that a curse fest um <laughs> with racist remarks uh said to be made public the board almost immediately went into executive session where they were more than an hour investigator charles henderson has been named intern chief so they came back with a vote of three to two to remove him but it's fucked up, it even took an hour. But they knew, like, you know we gotta go out there and do this. Use, uh, they said Dobbins used num- numerous expletives and multiple racial epithets, derogatory terms, and bragged about shooting one suspect 119 times. So these, these, this is some crazy Man. racist shit. And they heard him saying that. So upon that, he resigned. He, he himself, one person shot another person that many times? Yeah, that's what he's saying. You know what I mean? So that means he kept loading. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm trying to do the math. That's that's at least, I don't know what he was holding, but that's at least, let's say, nine reloads. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's what's showing you the craziness of some of these people. Or he could have been embellishing it, but the fact that you had been saying some dumb shit like that. Yeah. So uh, the the mayor of Lexington, Robin McCrory, did not not want to be interviewed, um, but she had him, you know, basically he resigned right then. You know, uh, where they allow you to do that so you can get your pension. Mm. Well, you should have been fired. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid as hell. So this week's stupid as hell is Sam Dobbins. Dude, let me just tell you. When you, first of all, you want to talk shit and say crazy racial shit anyway. You, sh- you probably should make sure some no one's filming you. You know what I'm saying? That's number one or recording you. That's probably that. Probably should say that by yourself and make sure nobody's sending shit out. So Sam Dobbins, I'm glad they got rid of you as uh, you resigned as a police chief because Lexington is a better place today because you are stupid as hell and you out. <laughs> Yo, so oh man, this brother said I shot a motherfucker 1919 times. Maybe you think that I heard that. Well. DL man, listen, another one in the books, man. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, that was good. Tony yeah, touched, man. learned a lot. Yeah, that it was, was cool. good, man. That's my man, Tony. Did a lot with him too. So, you know, uh, once again, episode 27. 27. 
the Danger Zone podcast, me, Big Show. Mr. DL. You know, like I always say, man, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. And uh, as we grow, we glow, so we want to do all that together. Uh, shit, peace. Peace. On my dark days. On my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure them. Hard I have, you joke when I stab. Brands in my pocket and still caught a cab.